Before you get into today's podcast, just wanted to let you know that registrations for the NEST for years 1, 2, 3 and 4 are currently open. About 90% of the speakers that you hear on Origin Gate contribute to NEST material. So if you love the Origin Gate podcast, you're going to love the NEST. Join today where we begin to grow and mature as sons of Yahweh. Classes kick off the first week of May 2021. To sign up, go to www.thefoundationnest.com. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. My name is Danielle Elinas, and I'm here to bring you an insight of the day. Hello, everyone. It's really great to be with you again. Um, I'd really like to talk to you today about something I believe that every single person struggles with. And it is something that we all have in common, and yet we seem to be very judgmental toward others around us about the different types that there is. And what I'm talking about today is I'm talking about sin. Um, in First John 1, 8 through 10, it says, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. Over the years, my experience in church and around other believers has been both positive and negative, just like any place you go in life and any uh, groups of people that you encounter, there's always a positive and a negative. One of the things that I've noticed along the way is that often people who come across as maybe the most spiritual or um, the most pure, quote unquote, the most judgmental people are probably the ones that are hiding the sin in their lives. And in this verse, it talks about how if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And I believe that what happens is we look at other people's sin and we compare it to our own. And eventually we make other people's sin in our minds seem a lot worse than our own. And so then we believe that we are more righteous than other people around us. And especially if our sin is something that is easily hidden, that nobody knows about, that it's sin that it happens in private, nobody can see, 
It may not be, maybe you have somebody in your life who is a drug addict or an alcoholic and that impacts everyone around them. Um, maybe there are people in, in your life that openly practice uh, sin um, out in the open and it's very public and people can see it, what they're doing. But then there are people who struggle with things in private and they come across as very holy, if you will, um, yet they have things hidden. And that is very deceptive, not only to themselves, but to others around them. Uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. And I have to say that the best thing that you can do with sin is to admit it, to even admit to those around you that, yeah, I struggle and I have things that I'm dealing with um, that are challenging to me. I'm not perfect. And um, that's just how it is. There's God is faithful to forgive us when we live out of the place of truth and that and we're not projecting perfection or sinlessness. Um, but it says if we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. And I think that can be one of the worst witnesses, at least that I've seen over the years, is people who behave as if they are more righteous or spiritual or better than other people um, who may be very open and honest about their sin or don't have a choice because their sin impacts um, those around them publicly. And I actually believe that both kinds of sin, hidden sin and sin that is out in the open, that there's, there's no difference there except that the sin that's hidden is deceitful and it actually we call we actually call God a liar when we're hiding our sin and we're being self-righteous to those around us. And so in many in a couple ways at least, I believe that could be worse. And I want to say that again, everyone struggles with some kind of sin. Typically it's a result of our past. Um, but there is a difference between being given to sin and dealing with it. And so I believe that, and I want to encourage you today, that if you are dealing, working on dealing with your sin, but it comes up, it, it's challenging, it's a struggle to you, and once in a while you fail, I want to encourage you that um, there is just so much grace over you, and Yahweh sees your heart and your desire to walk in purity and holiness uh, in him and give yourself a break. Um, I have some practical ways that you can walk this out in your life. I think often we tend to focus on the negative parts of us, 
the things that we think are really ugly about us or maybe even know are ugly about us and we beat ourselves up rather than allowing God's grace and unconditional love to wash over us. And that can be one of the worst things that we can do is beating ourselves up or trying to fight whatever it is we're we're dealing with and we're struggling with on our own. And so I want to encourage you to look at your past. Perhaps your sin is a result of something that happened to you as a child. It wasn't a choice. Maybe you were abused or um, maybe you were treated unfairly or treated terribly uh, by parents or friends or authority figures or classmates, or I'm not really sure what um, your story is. But often when we're focused on that and we don't release that to Yahweh and let it be, um, we end up thinking that our past is a constant stumbling block toward us moving forward and toward us being able to grow and and walk in freedom. And I encourage you to, instead of looking at your past as something that holds you back, focus on how far you've come from your past. I find that in my walk with Yahweh, in the day-to-day, I may not see the change the, the drastic change that's taken place over time um, because I'm stuck with myself and with my daily challenges and with my struggles on a daily basis. Um, and if I'm only focusing on the negativity that I might be dealing with or the challenges, then I'm going to constantly be stumbling or tripping or being, uh, you know, slowed up. But it's really important to look back on yourself maybe a year ago and try to see how you've grown or how you've changed or how maybe different you are today as a result of your walk with Yahweh than you were a year ago. And then look at two years ago and just keep going back five years, 10 years, and you will begin to realize that God has done an incredible work in your life and has brought you far in so many areas. And those are the areas to give thanks for and to focus on not those areas that maybe come up frequently or infrequently even to remind you um, maybe that you are not as far as you think you should be or would like to be. God's grace is over us on this journey. He created us knowing that we would encounter challenges and be brought into uh, turmoil and even sin in the earth, but that he has equipped us and chosen to walk with us and paid the price for us to be able to move forward. He's made a way for us despite 
those challenging things around us. And so I want to say that I've learned from my husband, Marios Elinas, that in order to grow and in order to learn and in order to be the most teachable person that you could be, it is very important for you to focus on the strengths that God has given you, the progress that you've made, and to sow into those things and to give thanks for those things and to grow those things rather than focusing on what you may not be good at or what you are struggling with or what you seem to think is holding you back. It's really important that you stop turning toward those things. Again, like I said, it's hard to see the growth and the goodness of God in your life if you because of the daily today things that you you deal with or even your thoughts. It, it's like looking at a plant or a tree or a child grow. If you're that child's parent or you're that plant's owner, you're not going to see the growth in the day-to-day. In fact, you may not even see the changes that are taking place that are massive. Like any of you who are parents of a small baby know that babies and children change and grow so much in, in in such a short time, but on the day-to-day, minute-by-minute, you don't see that. And often you might feel a little frustrated or that, um, you know, you're tired or, and it's hard to see those changes until you look back, maybe a month or two months or three months or six months. And so it's really important to recognize um, that growth and to give thanks for it. That's one practical way to be able to move forward in dealing with the sin in your life. And then I just want to share with you this verse out of Philippians 4 that I believe is so key. Rejoice in union with the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let everyone see how reasonable and gentle you are. See, sin in our lives, especially if it's all we're focusing on, um, it will make us incredibly unreasonable and temperamental, most likely. And we will uh, find it very hard to find happiness and joy. And this verse talks about rejoicing in union with the Lord always. Now, the only way that we can rejoice while we're dealing or struggling with something is through union in the Lord. And do you know that you can have union in the Lord, even if you're struggling with sin, that Yahweh opens his arms toward you and all you have to do is turn toward him in that place where you are struggling and recognize that he accepts you and loves you right where you're at and he is willing to receive you. 
and you can rest in that. You see, it says, let everyone see how reasonable and gentle you are. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything. On the contrary, make your requests known to God by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving. See, by releasing these things to him and giving him thanks for his goodness and his grace and his unconditional love in the midst of our struggle, we are able to walk in joy and we people around us will notice how reasonable and gentle we are. Then God's shalom, his peace, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with the Messiah. You see, when you turn toward him, when you release these struggles and these challenges to him in this place, your heart and your mind will be safe in union with him. You can, you can trust that he's going to take care of you, that he's going to work in you even in the midst of your struggle. In conclusion, brothers, focus your thoughts on what is true, noble, righteous, pure, lovable, or admirable on some virtue or something praiseworthy. Focus your attention on Yahweh, on union with him, on those things that are true and noble, righteous, pure, lovable, or admirable. Focus your attention on those things and turn away from the sin in your life, the, the, the meditation, the, the mind struggle, the thoughts that want to draw your attention toward the negativity in your life. And eventually you will notice that you are growing, that God is working in you, and that you are moving forward and you're moving ahead. Be encouraged today that dealing with your stuff, turning away from your sin, and and even in the midst of struggling with sin, that Yahweh is with you and he's making a way for you. Bless you today.